Welcome, everybody, to your favorite Wednesday night podcast, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. I am your host, Sooth, and with me tonight is my co-host, Mebula. Hello, my spooky enthusiasts. Hello, our little cripplings. How is everyone? Hope you are doing well. I'm sorry I took a little hiatus. I've been gone for about two weeks, but it's neither here nor there. Life happens, and it happened hard. So I am back, and I am back with friends. We are going to kick it in the ass. That's right. <laughs> right yes, in your gaps. <laughs> We're right coming for the kneecaps. So we've got an interesting topic for you, the one that we have yet to cover, and um, it's haunted cemeteries. Ooh, this one's my new. Favorite. So far. <laughs> it is a good one. It is a good one. And we're going to start off with um, a really good one for you. It's uh, it's kind of spoopy. It's little, it's little on the spoop side. But, I mean, that's why you're here. So we're going into the Dead Children's Playground. I, if a, you a playground in a cemetery. In a, yeah. It was built in the cemetery. For the kids. Well, the kids have to have something to do. Well, yeah. 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 And uh, and it's in Huntsville, Alabama. And it's one of the oldest and largest cemeteries in Huntsville. So uh, buckle in. Uh, keep your arms and legs inside the ride. And I hope you brought snacks because this one's going to be good. Um, you if- know I did. <laughs> I did as well. I got my Snapple. And and no, we're not sponsored. But I do like a good Snapple. So I got a Snapple. You got a Coke? I got a Coke. Hell yeah. Nice and ice cold. And I am quite happy with it. Hell yeah. That's good. Yeah, I, I will learn how to get this. I need a producer. <laughs> That's what I need. I need a producer. I'll get there. So now hiring. The pay isn't. The there, pay isn't there. But it's not there. Let's be you real. Hang out with us, and we're <laughs> awesome. That's pay enough. <laughs> That's pay enough. Okay, so we are amazing. We are absolutely amazing. If uh, if if talking about a cemetery with um, children who have passed is not your thing, I'm going to give you a few seconds to go ahead and dip out. This may not be the episode for you. If it is, stay. Listen. Have a great time. You're welcome. Enjoy the spoops. All this pooping. Because it's there in droves. <laughs> All right. So look. Look here. This cemetery is, well, actually, it's a park space that's adjoining a cemetery called Alabama's Maple Hill Cemetery. And it is the largest and oldest in the state of Alabama. Now, right beside it is a small playground. And this story is real interesting how all this took place. Now, the playground is where they have a place to release energy, right? It's just a little small playground for the kid ghosts. Kids are always full of energy. Exactly. In the afterlife as well. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like little Timmy at Waverly Hills. Right. Or little Miss Mary. Who was a little more creepy than Timmy. (laughs) Yeah. Some children are creepy. Timmy. Timmy. (laughs) 
Sorry, it's entirely. Did I mention that we're recording this at two o'clock in the morning? Because we are. <laughs> Here we are. Oh, Ooh, late night spoofs during this witching hour for me. It's approaching three. See, look at us. Don't you can't say that we aren't driven because we are. <laughs> yeah, I figure if I look like a vampire, I might as well sleep like one too. Uh, that's right. Mebula is my 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 goth privileges. She's she's my scary goth privilege. Oh, girl, you got some goth in you. You know it. I, I have a little. You're whimsy goth self. Yes, my little whimsy goth self. I do I do like little goth. I do like it. Okay, so back to what we were saying. Tangents abound. They're gonna be everywhere. Just I'm sorry, especially at two or three a.m. Yeah. Okay, so. Of course, the cemetery playground sees more ghost hunters and teenagers than bored children. Okay, this is what this is. I am actually reading a little snippet from atlasobscura.com. So as we get into this, we're going to go ahead and tell you about this. This little, it's a sparse little playground. Looks like any school playground, honestly. And it's built on the grounds of a century-old cemetery. And uh, it, it, it has become known to be a very sinister playground because there have been countless videos. You can look it up on YouTube because I've seen them myself. There's, any, there's also like some snippets on TikTok um, where there are the, the freaking... What are the swings? The swing. Oh, yes. I've seen that one. Yeah. The swings are moving on their own. The the little bouncy animals that you can like see. Back, back and forth. Yes. Yeah. Those are going back and forth all on their own. And it creeps people out. Right. Born but, children. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's built on a cemetery. Okay. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure what they were thinking when they built the cemetery. The 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 thing on the cemetery grounds but you know it's it's there my so, morbid little heart doesn't hate the idea i figure if children are going to be stuck there for eternity they might as well have something to do well agreed but i wish the color scheme was a little better that and even at my age i still enjoy swings i do too i like a good slide every now and then too yes it's fun and that thing that little merry-go-round if you will on it Still get on those. Same. Same Z's. I will still do that as well. Okay. So the equipment includes swings and a jungle gym. And it's set in a low spot of the graveyard and surrounded by rocks and trees and on, on three sides. And it kind of makes it seem like a small space, like it's enclosed, a little claustrophobic. But it's safe. But safe. Yes, it's yeah. safe. So the historic cemetery began running out of room around 2007 and the officials from the city of Huntsville decided to raise the play area to make room for more burials. Okay. So, but yet the locals were so outraged at the loss of their playground that a yes, new playground was built. <laughs> leave so, the kids alone. <laughs> right. Just leave it alone. Let it be. Let it be. I mean, it's not hurting anybody. Right. So they built a new playground and bringing the site back from the dead, so to speak. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so 
to the locals of Huntsville, the playground is known for is known as the Dead Children's Playground. And the site has accumulated a deep catalog of supernatural associations, as they put it. So the swings going by themselves, there's they've actually seen ghost lights. Yeah, ghost lights floating around. Little specters of little kids have been spotted as well around midnight. Oh, they should be in bed. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're undead, so they don't really have a bedtime anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They don't, okay? That was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) They don't have a bedtime anymore. Unfortunately, they can't eat a lot of candy. I'm sure if we left some candy there, though, that they they would take it. Oh, girl, you already know I would. I would too. Maybe some candy apples, some really good toys. Yeah, that would be cool. So now it says before you go, the playground is located at the end of Newport Drive, which is just off of. I'm sorry, I'm going to laugh a little bit because this name is kind of funny to me. McClung, McClung Avenue. That doesn't roll off the tongue very friendly, does it? It doesn't. uh, It's clung. Clung, it's McClung, like McNuggets. Oh, we should bring a McNuggets. What kid doesn't like nugs? What? If if you as a person don't like nugs, there's I have no hope for you. Right? You gotta like the nugs, man. Sweet and sour sauce all day, every day. I love sweet and sour sauce on my nugs. Wendy's has the best sweet and sour sauce. Yeah, because it's kind of spicy. It's got a little spicy to it, and it's so good. And I like I like Wendy's spicy nugs too. Uh yes. I'm so glad they brought those back. Me too. I love those things. They're so good. They're so speaking of spicy, you know what I had for dinner tonight? What did you have for dinner today? I tried to have for dinner, but I didn't get to eat all, all of them because, you know, children. Um I got uh Baumhauer's hot lips, which is basically like just boneless chicken wings. Oh, yeah, that's what I had for dinner too. Did you really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great minds have the same stomach. (laughs) That's what I have for dinner tonight. So those were my spicy nugs. Those were really good. I had, I went to Dave and Buster's today Mm -hmm. and took the kids and I had um, three different kinds of wings and a, what they called a double pepperoni flatbread, but that shit was just a square expensive pizza. (laughs) But it was good. (laughs) We call those brick oven pizzas down oh, here. No, it was like rectangular. Sorry, rectangular oh. pizza. And it was good, but it was it was it was mm-hmm. a fancy name for a pizza. Yeah. And, but the wings were decent. I was well, happy with those. That's good. That's good. I got gravely disappointed with Hooters. I love Hooters, but this one was just not it wasn't having it. Wasn't having it. So I had to get gooey fries and hot lips. And it was, it was so good. I got like four of them, them suckers before my kids descended on them. Of course. Oh yeah, that's what they do. It absolutely is, and I, I can't tell them no ever it's because you're mom, and it's what you do. That's truth. That's truth. Okay, so we got another cemetery coming to you, and this one was also really cool. Um, 
I liked this one a lot. It's the St. Omir Cemetery Witch Grave in Ashmore, Illinois. And I'm going to have to post a link to this because the pictures of the headstone are so freaking cool. Oh, I know. This headstone looks amazing. It's it's a sphere on top of, and now all of it's like granite, right? But it was carved into like a ball sitting on top of what would be considered a pyre fire. You know, it's a pyre. It's got logs and then the sphere is on top of it. And it's really freaking cool. And it's in St. Omer Cemetery. I hope I'm saying that correctly. But uh, probably not. It is what it is. Um, so it's in the middle of Illinois, in the middle of cornfields. You take a gravel road and it will lead you to the town of St. Omer, or what's left of it at least. So it's like a ghost town with its creepy cemetery. Really weird. Imagine but, that gravel roads in Illinois. Never. No. No. No, not the gravel roads. So, okay. So it would have been forgotten if not for the strange Barnes Monument. Okay. And it's become the subject of local witch legend in St. Omer, Illinois. So the Barnes gravestone is a ball, like I said, on top of a pyre. And it obviously sticks out from the rest of the graves in the cemetery. And it is oriented east to west. So. Now this one faces north and south. Yeah. This one faces east to west. Right. So it's like it's purposely bass backwards. Okay. And there are four people are buried there. Marcus Barnes. His parents, Granville and Sarah, and his wife, Caroline, whose stated date of death apparently could have never happened. Do you know why? February 31st, 1882. Couldn't have happened. There's no way. Because there is no February 31st. Funny, I like to tell people that would be like the date that I'll get married. February 31st? Yep. Because <laughs> it's non-existent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you want to tell them about Miss Caroline? Miss Caroline Barnes. Ooh. She was accused of being a witch and then hanged or burned, depending on who you asked, or maybe even buried alive for <gasps> her magical crimes. Magical crimes. It said that the sphere on top of the tombstone is actually supposed to be a crystal ball and that it glows on moonless nights. Really? Yep. They say the impossible date is actually a preventative measure. The witch would rise again on her death date, but if her death date never came, she would never reappear. (gasps) Dude, that's cool. That is really cool. That's actually really cool. She's still there, obviously. It's the crystal ball for me right chef's kiss there that's beautiful yeah yeah no i'm digging that i'm digging that a lot actually i i like that go caroline for an epic grave girl epic epic here for it that's really cool actually i want to cool i don't want to be buried though 
I was gonna say I want a cool headstone like that, but I don't want to be trapped under six feet of dirt. Nah, it's not for nah. me. Throw me in the incinerator, burn me. Well, or I mean, I'm put me on a rich it. guy's yacht and like send it out to sea and burn it. Now you know it's definitely not gonna be my yacht because I couldn't <laughs> afford that shit. But <laughs> we broke, broke. We broke. We all the way broke. But I'll take a modern thief's Viking burial. That's not bad. I I will steal the yacht for you. See, partner in crime, Selma to my Louise. That's right. That's right. But instead of a big convertible, it's gonna be <laughs> a big yacht. We're gonna upgrade. Yeah, that's an Change upgrade. Change the story a little bit. Just a little. Just a ton of it. We might go on a rampage and like rob some folks or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I gotta hit a lick before we die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Back to what we were talking about. So there's the buried witch. Okay. Of Miss Caroline Barnes. And it says that people also claim that film photographs of the Barnes grave won't develop though digital seems to do fine so oh ghosts haven't figured out how to get past that digital thing yet apparently <laughs> not yet well i mean hold on now they do drain the batteries though so see that's what i was about to say they do drain the batteries and they do like to mess up like videos right because they won't like actually appear in videos sometimes it'll be all like warped and stuff so yeah, they that. do like to play around. They do. They like, do. gotta get your enjoyment somewhere. <laughs> gotta fuck You're around dead. with We gotta do something. I'm, I'm bored. So, okay. So, and they also claim that secret rituals are carried out there in the dead of night. And that last claim may have some credence to it. Because given the ball has repeatedly been found with melted white candle wax dried atop it. So somebody's well, going out there. Probably a thing. Well, yeah. I mean At least it's white candle wax. You know they're not up to anything awful if the candle wax is white. That's true. That's true, because if it was red or black, black isn't bad. It black can isn't be bad. It can it's be neutral. Things, but if it was definitely red, it would be something to worry about. It would be. It would be yeah. white, not so much. So that's, you know, that's cool. That's cool. So, okay. So they say in reality, there are few facts to back up the accusations of witchery, but the local lore seems to have sprung out of the weird anomalies surrounding the tombstone. They said there is, however, some tragic history surrounding the Barnes family. Marcus Barnes died in a sawmill accident in 1881 and was buried with his parents. And then just two months later, Caroline would die of pneumonia at the age of 23. Ooh, youngin. I, you're, you're drowning. When you have pneumonia, you're like drowning. Yeah, so, I've had it. It's, it's awful. It is awful. It's awful. That is an awful way to die awful way to die but they say that their her actual death date was either the 26th or the 28th of february so february 31st was likely just a typo typo that was too expensive to fix 
And not to mention that there was no one left in the Barnes family to mend the error. Epic error. It is an epic, epic error. It's sad, though. That's sad. It is sad that her, her memorial is incorrect. However, that does also kind of make it extremely memorable. And much cooler. Much cooler. Much cooler. So, I mean, I, I mean, she got something better. But it goes on. Okay, here, here, how this it gets even sadder. If that's not sad enough, it gets even sadder because there was nobody left in the Barnes family to fix the error that was made on the tombstone, right? But it says, in fact, there wasn't even anyone in town. The whole town of Saint Omer only held about forty to fifty families, a post office, a blacksmith and a general store. But by the time the Barnes family had died off, the town had done the same. So now all that remains of this this town of St. Omer is its cemetery. Little teeny tiny three street downs are pretty common for this region of the country. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. That's true. But that's like, that's kind of sad. Like, those families, I feel like those families established that town and then died with the town. Like, the town just went down with them. But that also means, like, they didn't have, there was no more generations. Like, them, what else happened in that town, though, for it to die off like that? With no, there was no more generations to, to, to keep up the town? Did they all leave? Did they all die? Witches. 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 Blackcraft. <laughs> I'm just saying. But that one that one was interesting. Sad and interesting. I liked that one. Who carried on the lore though? Like if the whole town just died out, who carried I don't know. I have more questions than I do answers. <laughs> just say it like who's who's going there and doing the like obviously somebody's practicing you know in in the cemetery somewhere in the region well i imagine there's people living close ish they got to be close to it i guess but at the same time it's like somebody had to live on from that town to talk about the barnes family and the passing of caroline and to like Accuse her of witchcraft. Well, it says the town died out, but they didn't say the people themselves had died. That's true. Probably moved away. I mean, they could have. They could have. They could have moved away. I'm just being dramatic because I feel like they all (laughs) just like died of a plague or something. You know. I feel like being dramatic today. Let me have this. Let me have the dramatics, please. (laughs) I need this today. I need it. I do. I need it today. I need it for the rest of the week. I'm just saying. So, okay, so moving on from this this witchy lore and this abandoned cemetery, because obviously they all didn't die, but, you know, I mean, a bitch could hope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wish death on anybody. I'm just joking. It's a joke. Now is it now? We have okay. a dark sense of humor around here. We do. We do. It keeps us alive. Didn't <laughs> 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 Oh no, somebody's 
Stop me, the cringe. All right, so you brought up the ghosts of Ohio. Well, there's a, there's a couple of good cemeteries here in Ohio that are quite haunted. Tell um, me about Camp Chase Cemetery from the ghosts of Ohio. Camp Chase Cemetery is a pretty interesting little one. It's about a little over a mile away from me, from where I currently live. And it's this very old Confederate cemetery, or that used to be a prison camp. A war camp in the during the Civil War. And it's actually just this adorable little cemetery that is in the middle of a very ghetto neighborhood. Oh, Oh man, real like right down like in the middle of the neighborhood. Bam. So yes. As you're camp. walking down or going down uh, Sullivan Avenue in Columbus, Ohio, there's this historic cemetery called Camp Chase Cemetery. Like I said, during the Civil War, it served as a Confederate prison camp. And of course, the conditions were extremely poor and there were about 2000 deaths at the camp as a result of disease and malnutrition. And a lot well, of them I mean, were buried in the prison cemetery. Do they? Well, I mean, I see the military headstones that are pictured there. Yes. Very, very uniform military headstones. The monument in there is really cool looking, too. See, is there a picture of that in this one? Oh, there is not. There's I will have not. to find one of those and send that. And if you're in the Discord, you will see it. I will also post it in there. The monument in there is just really freaking cool. I'm sure it is. I'm sure. I've been, I'm a military brat. So it's, military headstones are, they're unmistakable. Like Oh, they are. You see, you know it's a military headstone. Any military, any branch of the military, you just know that's a military headstone. So, who's, who's the mysterious woman in gray? Oh, they, it's funny, they don't say that it's soldiers haunting this cemetery. It is the woman in gray who is seen leaving flowers at two of the graves. Just two of them, but she's seen walking among the graves. It says she's a young woman dressed in what is most often described as a gray Civil War era traveling suit. They say that she always has her head bowed as though she's weeping and that when you see her, you're just overcome with sadness. Oh, so she, like, emanates her own sadness. Yes. So what are the two graves that she's, like, leaving the flowers at? Like, who are they? One of them is an unknown soldier, and one of them belongs to a gentleman that was named Benjamin F. Allen, a member of the 50th Tennessee Infantry Regiment, Company D. But there's not much known about him or his time at the camp or how he died. Huh. But occasionally after she is spotted at these two graves in particular, there'll be flowers just laying there. Oh, that's sad. So apparently the woman in gray knows who the unknown person is, the unknown soldier is. But it's unknown who she is or why she mourns over them. That's... Okay. I'm... Now, they said that there was a Civil War reenactment that took place there, like near yeah. the cemetery. And they heard her weeping, and the sound continued for about a minute or so, but no source was ever actually found. 
and they think that the mysterious sobbing came from the mysterious woman in gray. That's crazy, and even sadder than Caroline Barnes. Yes. That's, oh, that makes me sad for her. It does. But they don't have, like, any woman, like, buried in, in that cemetery? No. Is well, there, at that like, time, there were no women in the military or in the prison camps. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. But there's, like, is there a cemetery near it where she could have been buried? No. It's the only cemetery for several miles. That's crazy. That doesn't... So she's, like, attached. She was attached to those two people. She had to have been. Or she at least to attached to the land. Maybe she was a nurse. She could have been. She mm-hmm. could have been. I was reading while we were doing our research for these haunted cemeteries, right? I naturally looked up Gettysburg. Okay. Oh, I love Gettysburg Cemetery. I don't know if y'all do the YouTubes or if anybody like loves to watch YouTube's. the spooky stuff. But I watched the spoops on YouTube. And if you look up the hauntings in Gettysburg, you will see them because they do like um, haunted tours alongside the regular like Civil War tours and stuff of the it's it's morbid. I love it. It's morbid, but I love it. And I want to go so bad. But you can camp inside the like the park. You can camp there near or on the battlefield. Did you know that? Uh, let's go. I want to go. I absolutely want to go because I don't, I don't know if you've seen these videos yourself, but if you look it up on YouTube, there are several videos that were taken like in the way back when, you know, you actually had to use a videotape recorder and put it on your shoulder, you know, like a cameraman. There are several of those that have been uploaded to YouTube and you can see these ghosts clear as day in the middle of the day. Okay. And it's not just one person that's seeing it. It's a group of, of tourists that had camped in the area and were now going on uh, a guided tour, right? The historical tour. And they're standing. You can see the chain links where it's like cut off at some areas that you're just not allowed to go out into. You can't venture into. So they're standing behind that. And it kind of pans away from the group out into the forest, right? There's these little patches of forest around in in the field. And you can see ghosts, they're all in a line, and they're marching in a line into the woods, then up this hill in in the woods, in the tree line, and then back down. And it's like on a loop. It's like on repeat, dude. And so many people have tried to debunk it, and they can't. Like, people were thinking maybe it's mirrors or one of the projectors, like they're projecting the image onto a mirror in the woods so that's why it's on a loop but one here's the thing here's how this got like debunked because of course you know no mirrors or anything right well the way it was debunked is one of the ghostly soldiers that were marching in this line will stop he he stops you could see him clear as day he's got his hat on you can see his uniform you can see his gun that's on his back his rifle and he will stop if you like if somebody like yells out to them he will stop and turn around and acknowledge you so that's all different kinds of hauntings too that's an intelligent haunting exactly something that's just on loop is a residual exactly so 
The rest of them are residual, but this dude, this one lone guy is like intelligent and responds. Exactly. I feel so bad because it's there's also like um, there's one of they're thinking it was a soldier on horseback um, and you see the horse and everything. He is on the horse running across the field on the horse. Oh, poor horsey. That means the horsey was with him. Yeah. Kind right. of like so, Red Dead where I feel worse when the horse dies. I know. <laughs> I know. I started playing uh, Red Dead, the um, the storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I'm already attached to Arthur Morgan. I'm ar- He is goofy. He is so goofy. And I'm sad because I already know what's going to happen because TikTok ruins everything. But TikTok <laughs> always ruins everything. Mm-hmm. Fucking TikTok. So, anyway, anyway, there was also in Gettysburg that there are 900, and I think it's 974 unknown soldiers oh. buried at the Gettysburg Cemetery. That's so sad. A pregnant woman, I can't remember her name for the life of me, um, she was acting in place of her husband as the caretaker of the local cemetery in Gettysburg. And he was fighting in the war, so she was acting as a caretaker in his stead and was six months pregnant. So she was like helping, she was also like a nurse, but it is attributed to her for I think it's a hundred a hundred soldiers that were buried she made sure that they were buried like she did it herself yes girl like pregnant at all six months pregnant digging graves for massive respect yeah they actually have a monument of her dedicated to her at six months pregnant in the cemetery like, I want to go to Gettysburg so bad. I want to see this. It so goes bad. to show that pregnant women are not as fragile as. No, they really aren't. They're they really are. creating life, living life, doing the deal. 100%. Now, you have spoken to me about this one so many times, and I think you've mentioned it in a past broadcast that we've done, a past recording, a podcast of Wooly Booger Cemetery. Yes. That's just, it's named by a slang term. It's technically called the Little Pennsylvania Cemetery. Okay, but why is it called Wooly Booger? Well, the most plausible theory for why it's called Wooly Burger is because there is a Bigfoot-like creature called a Wooly Burger that lives there. Bigfoot? Yes. Now, this is the theory there's the least evidence of, but... Because of it is the most direct link to the nickname of the cemetery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more about about this this Bigfoot like creature. There have been like little to no actual reported sightings of him. Just stories of stories. Really? Yeah. So see, it's like it's more reverse engineering of a legend. But so it's like a fun local- in itself. It's a local legend. Yeah, it's more of a local legend of a just really old, really interesting cemetery. But there's a couple other nice little series about it. 
um, there said that um, there was a house there that was known to be the house of Mr. Willie Butcher and his family, including at least one young one young daughter. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were a well-known and respected family in the area. But the house itself was creepy. But this region, yeah, that time, yeah, definitely going to be some creepy houses. Yeah. They said there was something wrong with it, but people couldn't say exactly what it was. So, of course, Willie ignored the comments and lived his happy little life with his family until one night he went insane and uh, unalived his whole family and then himself. No. Yeah. Really? And there, there's talk of that um, the, the nearby villagers discovered what had happened and they burned the house down. They burned it down? Yes. And this what? was a house that was across the street from the cemetery, and they thought that the that Willie Butcher's madness was caused by the cemetery. No. Yeah, and this is another theory for the name. It was they started calling it the Willie Butcher Cemetery, and that somehow morphed into Wooly Burger Cemetery. It's so funny because at the end of the podcast, right? I always tell everybody, grab your salt, check under the bed. Get your nightlight because you don't want the Wooly Burgers to come for you. Exactly. And (laughs) (laughs) see, for us down here, a Wooly Booger is completely – it's not burger. It's booger. Like like B-O-O-G-E-R. It's a Wooly Booger. (laughs) Here it's a Wooly Burger. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to tell people why. Okay, look, I'm gonna have to say it. I'm gonna have to tell you about the Wooly Booger. Okay, so when I was little, my dad loved to play these pranks when we were having sleepovers. You know, he made it like super fun. And one night we had like it was an epic sleepover. Okay, there was like 11 or 12 girls there, including me and my sister. And of course, all the lights are out. We're doing our fake seance. You know, when I say I have been dedicated to the paranormal, I mean, I have been dedicated. I had a record player. I still have a record player, but I had a record player. And I had a record that was called Halloween Sounds, right? So (laughs) I would set up this record player and I would pull out the record and play the the Halloween Sounds. And on one of the, the tracks on the record, on the vinyl, was Jack the Ripper. So he would be making like these creepy noises and it would sound like he was gutting something and all the squishy sounds and all that <laughs> stuff. So that's like playing in the background. And we've got our candles going and we've got like we don't I've never had a Ouija board ever. So we would just like hold our candles and we would talk into the candles, you know, Jack the Ripper, if you're here, say something, you know. You're like 10, you know, and you're having a great time. You're 10. So my dad decided to get on the roof of the house and he took some old Barbies and he tied shoelaces around them, right? And just as he heard Jack the Ripper do his little laugh coming from the record player, he flung one of them down against the window and it banged against the window. (laughs) So we're all screaming and then there's like the huge shadow of this hanging Barbie, you know, being projected into my bedroom. And of course, my mom 
is hunched down underneath the window because I had like this big window in my room and she's like making these scratching noises on the brick and the things like swinging back and forth so it sounds like she's kicking her feet and of course we lost our shit right well as this is happening my dad scurries down the back goes in the back door and then gets up into the attic and he has been telling us about the woolly boogers since we were like two and when we lived on a military base, he actually had some of his military buddies, his friends, like dress up in their fatigues and like go out into the backyard and like hang down from the the trees and like throw things at the house and dress up like they're all dead and Scare stuff. the hell out of the children. Girl, I'm telling you. Well, this time he was in the attic and he was making scratching noises in the attic like the woolly boogers. And he said the woolly boogers were these little furry creatures that were kind of like magwai, you know, don't feed them after midnight kind of a thing. <laughs> little gremlins. And, <laughs> and so he's like stomping around in the attic and we're all screaming. And he took this... Uh, old teddy bear and had cut the head off the teddy bear so when we come screaming running down the hallway out of my bedroom he starts throwing little pieces of the stuffing from the attic on top of us and then threw the severed head of the teddy bear at us like it was a woolly booger like it was a little gremlin <laughs> and he had covered it like in ketchup the 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 severed part and like its little body and everything was all covered in ketchup and gross. So when it hit my friend Rachel in the face, it like splat in the face and then hit the ground. We all went silent because we thought she was dead. She was going to die. Obviously she got <laughs> attacked by a woolly booger. She's dead. And she just turned around in her face, you know, we're in the dark. So it's like that the ketchup looks like blood. So it's like plastered all over her face and we all just like <gasps> collective gasp and then we all start screaming bloody murder. We push her away from us into the hallway and <laughs> run out the front door like done. We were done. So that's the story of the woolly boogers and that's why I tell everybody turn on your nightlight because the woolly boogers bite. Okay. <laughs> oh, that, was, that, that was good on your dad. Yes. Good My point. dad fostered my paranormal obsession yes he did years in the making he added to it he did and he's got yeah he's got some stories himself and one of them is actually a haunted cemetery as well in florida in like the backwoods of florida (laughs) y'all it's not even like gravel roads it's dirt it's all dirt roads and one of them is called billy bowleg cemetery and I'm going to have to have him come tell you all about it, but it's creepy. The whole yes. story is creepy, but I'll I'll see if I can get my father to come and do a podcast and be a special guest so that he could tell us all the creepy stuff out in the swamp because that's where he grew up, out in the swamp. So I'm game. See if I can get my mom on here to tell us about Kentucky. That would be amazing. That would be – maybe we can coordinate where we can get them both on here at the same time. <laughs> that would be amazing. It would be. It would Mission. be. So – Wooly booger burger. I can't do it. I can't do it. It's wooly booger. It's wooly booger from now on. That's what I'm calling the cemetery. Wooly booger. That's what you want to call it, girl. It has <laughs> many different names. So, but wait. Okay. So, you're telling me about Willie Butcher, right? In yes. the cemetery and how it was somehow morphed into wooly booger burger. burger. Somehow it's Ohio. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> right. Now, what about. 
I am seeing a Mooney's Mansion. Mooney's Mansion is another legend in Ohio. With a mystery cult? Okay, girl, you got to tell me. Tell me about the mansion and the mystery cult. Oh, Mooney's Mansion is, it's not really near here. That's a whole other Ohio legend. Really? And it doesn't have anything to do with the cemetery? No, but like that's the story of Willie Butcher is kind of like it has some glaring similarities to Mooney's Mansion. But yeah, that's a whole other legend. That's a good one. We're going to have to talk about that one. I want to do I'm that I'm would be one it. for like a, if we do a, a super dark episode. OK, well, I, I'm looking at it and I see that there are going to be some things we're going to have to admit for yeah purposes but we or in case we do a stuff. super super dark episode that we put all of the trigger warnings on before we even start that one well yeah. you know what's coming up ah oh, girl october you already know i am and here for all of the dark stories and all of the like hardcore yes. hauntings and let's do it well every i i say every year but we've only been we're still a baby we've had our one year birthday um but i like to do themed stuff for the entire month of october and for the entire month of december we're gonna have some fun ones coming up we're gonna have to have some super dark episodes for the month of october for you already know i'm on it we're gonna do it so just fair warning for the month of october things are gonna get dark y'all it's gonna get dark so we're going to have that. We're going to have that. Fair warning. So, okay. Wait. Wait, 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 wait. So you told me about a cemetery that is known to have like an actual demon there. Uh, yes. That is great old Voiburger Cemetery. It's, it's said to be that it's there. Mm-hmm. Hellhounds and demons because like any other cemetery, there was, of course, a satanic cult now i say that with air quotes because as we all know that is not satanism no that's luciferianism exactly that that is not satanism but it was uh but this cemetery was said to be their meeting place from the 40s to the 60s in this area really yeah they what just summoned a random demon yeah as they are wont to do. Huh. Okay. Random demon came with his puppies. Is it bad that I, I kind of want to pet one of the puppies? No, because I, I know too. hellhounds are supposed to be scary, but I love the big scary dogs. I have one. I don't. I would. I would say that my dog is scary, but he's not. He's not. He's a big squish. Yeah, he's one of those ones that just looks scary. To yeah. most people, he would be scary, but to those of us who love the ones who look that kind of scary, he's just adorable. With yeah. the heart on his nose and his little patch over his eye and all of the <laughs> cute. Here comes the baby talk. <laughs> I love that dog. <laughs> well, he's I've so never cute, even met though. that dog, and I want to hug him. He is. He's got. He's and he's he's wearing his bling today. He's, he's blinged out he's with a distinguished gentleman today. He is very a distinguished gentleman. Mine is currently <laughs> about six feet behind me and snoring on my bed. Yeah, mine's on my couch, passed out. 
still adorable though. Oh, so cute. Okay, so for our last haunted cemetery, it is a very notorious cemetery in the United States. Everybody anywhere knows about this cemetery. And uh, if you've watched, let's see, American Horror Story, season The Coven, you would know about this cemetery. St. Louis Cemetery number one in New Orleans. And who is buried there? Our darling, darling Marie Laveau. Marie Laveau. And let me tell you, they did an amazing portrayal of her in Coven. Oh, because Angela Bassett's a master. Yes. Oh, absolute master. Mommy. (laughs) Love her. So much talent in one woman, and the way she pulled off Marie Laveau was perfect. Yeah. I don't think there is anybody who could have done a better job. Agreed. I totally agree with you. She's Angela Bassett's mommy. She's a whole badass. She really is. Like, I've loved every... What was that movie um, where she blew up the car? She caught the car on fire? Uh, um. Oh, what's it called? St- is it Stella gets her groove groove back? Um, no. It's in that one though. It's in the title. Anyway, is, she was amazing in that. Yes, one. she was amazing. Time bomb, wasn't it? I think so. It was a while ago. It's an older movie, but she was amazing in it. Or. Waiting to exhale. Yes, thank yes, you. Yes, waiting Lord. to exhale. Whoo! I knew it was one of them. I knew it was one of them. I can remember because I also love that movie, A Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Mm. The Revenge. Mm-hmm. The Revenge. Oh, it's rewatchable. Because you, there's. If it's, it's a Medea movie, it's rewatchable. Yeah, those are my comfort movies, though. So good. So. Good. Anyway, okay, so back to what we were talking about. The St. Louis Cemetery, the St. Louis Cemetery, St. Louis Cemetery, however you want to call it, in NOLA, y'all, in the great New Orleans. And there is so much spooky history there. I love New Orleans. I love NOLA. I have been to NOLA countless times. It never gets old. And I need to. You absolutely do. Yes, I do. Because it is me of all freaking people. Yes, I really do. Amazing. There is this thing. Okay, there's this. I'm going on a tangent again. I'm sorry. But there's this thing in New Orleans. Okay, in NOLA. Down on Bourbon Street. Okay, but you start off of Bourbon Street down in the square. So you're, you have to go. It's like an adult scavenger hunt. But you're going from one shop to another. And in the first shop, they give you a password and you have to go find the witch at a certain shop and then you go to that shop and you tell them that uh you were sent by so-and-so right and they're like oh yeah so they give you a tour of their shop right and they give you this little bag this little baggie now it may have changed because i haven't been back since you know the the pandemic um i want to go back so bad like so bad um they give you this little trinket bag right and in the trinket bag is a card and like a little i wouldn't say amulet but it's like a it's it's a little creature in there right and on the card is a password 
and they tell you, you need to go down the street, take a left, go to this jazz bar, right? You enter the jazz bar and there's going to be a hostess standing at the front and you tell them, I'm looking for the vampire. And then she will ask for the password. You have to give her the password. And then she takes you up onto the stage behind the jazz band out into the back in this little alleyway. And then she knocks on the door and there's a bouncer behind the door. It's literally like slides. Girl, they slide the thing back and all you see are eyeballs. And the eyeballs are like bloodshot and red rimmed and they're like you know they're talking to her about the password and whatever and do they have the password did they did they follow instructions blah 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 do they have the bag and then you have to take the little the little creature out of the bag right and you give it to her and she slips it to the guy with the in the little eye hole right and he takes it and then he closes it and then he's gone for maybe about 10 minutes and you gotta wait if you don't wait you're it's it's worth the wait so then he comes back and he opens the door and he stands behind the door and there's a woman uh, dressed up. They used to dress up. I'm not sure if they still do, but they used to dress up. She's dressed up from like the 1800s, whatever. And she leads you up this flight of stairs, this spiral staircase into this waiting room, right? And it's like an, an old timey waiting room. It's a lounge. You're sitting and waiting and you have to have, there's a vampire escort that you get into the vampire bar and if you don't have a vampire escort you can't get in because you don't have protection from the other vampires so you wait for your assigned vampire escort and they take you into the bar and it's an absinthe lounge and all of the cocktails that they make there are vampire themed and they're all made with absinthe all of the cocktails are made with absence. Love potion number nine. That one was my favorite. If you go, get that one. If you make it through through all of it. Because you also have to go to the pirate bar. Which is the oldest bar in New Orleans. Still stands. Love it. But you have to go. So You had me at the vampire bar until absence. Girl... The cocktails are so well made, you don't get the licorice taste. You get the wormwood. <coughs> Wait, what? Are you okay? Wait, you don't get the licorice taste? Yeah. You do not get the licorice taste. I but- hit my vape and that did not go well. Oh, <laughs> tell the wrong You said hole. licorice and I was like, ugh. Well, yeah, because it's it's the green fairy. It tastes like black licorice. You said licorice and I tasted it. (laughs) (laughs) But you do get the wormwood. So the more cocktails you have, for me, when I drink absinthe, the colors get more vibrant for me. So I, I guess it's different for everybody, but I love it. Me and absinthe are not friends. I can't get past the smell or the taste. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But I also like... What's the other one? Vegas Bombs? You ever had a Vegas oh. Bomb? See, I also like Vegas Bombs, so... Girl, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I like liquor. I like liquor, too. <laughs> Not that kind of liquor. <laughs> I like liquor. <laughs> can't help it i saw this meme it was 
I think it was like yesterday or the day before. And it said, I I am not a pumpkin spice during fall kind of girl. I am a hoodies and hard liquor around the bonfire during fall kind of girl. Yes. It's like, yes. yes, me. Give me an Irish coffee. I'll take an Irish Hold coffee. Hold the coffee. <laughs> Hold the coffee. <laughs> love a good Irish coffee, but that will make me sleepy. Like, that's the one thing in the world that isn't like a prescription that will make me tired. Well, you have ADHD. Of course, caffeine is going to make you tired. Caffeine and liquor together? Caffeine and liquor together. (laughs) I'm out. Take a nap. Stick a fork in there. You're done. I'm done. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Oh my god, we went on such a tangent. My bad. So, St. Louis Cemetery number one in Nutla. I have been. It is fabulous. It is beautiful. It is haunting. I totally recommend, but don't go on the tour because there's too many people and it just gets weird. Well, I actually have to go on the tour now. Well, yeah, we'll see. Back then, we didn't have to. They would leave it open during the day, and they would close it around 6 o'clock at night. And now it's you have to go on the guided tour. Because too many people were dumb. Yeah, too many people were dumb, and there was an act of vandalism, and somebody got really hurt. Yeah. Don't be dumb, guys. Don't be. Yeah, don't be dumb. Be respectful. Yeah. You get to leave. Everybody. There are people who don't get to leave. Yeah. Be respectful. That is their their resting place. Exactly. So, here is the little expert from for St. Louis Cemetery Number One. Rich with history and lore, New Orleans' above-ground cemeteries have been inspiration for storytellers and authors alike. <coughs> Anne Rice. Anne Rice. The Vampire Ball. Vampire Chronicles was, hands down, the best vampire series to ever exist. Fight I'm me. You. I'm telling you. I don't have to fight you. I'm right <laughs> along with you. I reread that series at least once a year. Fight me. <laughs> I'm the cheerleader behind you. Go read it. Read it. It's amazing. Read it. It's so good. Like it's so good. Don't watch the movies and think that you know the story because they are fantastic as movies, but yes. horrible as book adaptations. Just yes. Please read them. Nail on the head, girl. Nail on the head. Read the books. Books are better than the movies. Yes. Anyway, same goes no. for Twilight too. Sorry, oh, y'all, man. but it's the truth. I know sparkly vampires, but the books were well written, especially, especially the one they didn't make into a movie, Midnight Sun. Read it. <laughs> I, you know, I haven't read any of those books. I've seen it's the movies, but I the, haven't read any of them. Midnight Sun is Twilight from Edward's point of view. And the very first thought that Edward had when he saw Bella was how he can kill her and the other 30 people in the room and get away with it. Get out. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, well, I might have to read that one. I might have to read it. Okay, continuing on. Before these elaborate tombs were built, the ground often gave up the recently buried during floods or heavy rains. I can attest to that. I can attest to it. Seen it firsthand. Um, Because the city is situated below the water table, Burial was not a practical option, and the small cities of above-ground tombs began. Cemetery Number 1 is perhaps the most famous of New Orleans cemeteries. Visitors have witnessed phantom figures, 
Civil War ghosts, and yellow fever victims restlessly stalking through the maze of crypts, Senate says. But perhaps the most well-known spirit is that of Madame Marie Laveau, the city's own voodoo queen. No, we love her. No, we love her. Now, as a friendly reminder, voodoo is a closed practice. Okay? So, she is often seen walking the grounds. She haunts her tomb, the author says. If you go there, take along a piece of chalk make three X's on her tomb, and if you ask a prayer or request, she will help you get it, but always bring your chalk. They say it's a pretty creepy place, and they don't know if you want to be there at night. I do. I do. Me. I do. I want to go. I, I just like doing the spoops, though. Like, I know we're doing it, and so I'm just going to go ahead and, like let our listeners know we are planning a trip to the Waverly Asylum. Yes, girl. In Kentucky. Do this. We plan on going there and we also are planning to do the six hour overnight ghost hunt. Should do a special episode that day. It will be a special episode because we're also going to record it and put it on our YouTube channel. If you didn't know, we have one. We do. It's in our solo link. You should watch it. It's going to be so much fun. It is going to be fun. And because of Waverly and because of this little trip that we're going to make, we have decided to make other special little trips. We will tell you more on those later. So we hope you enjoyed the episode about the haunted cemeteries. A lot of them local, a lot of them not. And of course, there's more just like Gettysburg. There are plenty more haunted places and haunted cemeteries in the United States, and I'm guessing also around the world. So thank you for joining us tonight and listening to this wonderful episode and our tangents that we have gone on, because we've gone on several. See, we are so much fun. We are fun. Producer? (laughs) You're out there somewhere. We'll, We'll get one. We'll get one. So, yeah, anyhow, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Mebs, for being here. As always, your presence is wonderful, blesses my life. I love to bring the spooky vibes. Yes, and of course, you're permanent now. I ain't going nowhere. Nowhere. Y'all stuck with me. Forever. Forever, (laughs) ever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so grab your salt, check under your bed, grab your favorite woobie, turn on that nightlight because you don't want the woolly buggers to bite. We'll see you next time. Bye.